0: Good morning, everyone. It is the 21st of February. My name is Lorna Denny, and I'm joined today by Alex Byrne. It was a second consecutive week of losses in equity markets as uncertainty continued over the situation on the Ukrainian border. The oil price and government bond markets were somewhat steadier, however, and the long-awaited FOMC minutes of the Federal Reserve meeting for January were published. Did they do anything to change market expectations on interest rate hikes for this year,
1: Alex? morning, Lorna. That's right. The Fed outlined their plans for interest rate hikes and the reduction in the balance sheet. The Fed minutes showed renewed concern around inflation, principally in how it broadens out of those sectors beyond the pandemic-related ones. Fed minutes confirmed that rates would be raised soon, again the first time since 2018. Clear intention to raise rates at a faster pace if inflation doesn't moderate. Also, talk of this balance sheet runoff later in the year, stating that it could be aggressive.
0: So were there any changes to market forecasts of interest rate rises as a result?
1: There were more so in the period leading up to release. So forecasts continued to move towards the expectation of seven rate hikes in 2022 which gives us one at every meeting this year. Marks have been on the edge of the past few weeks trying to gauge the hawkish tone by Fed members and how that will translate into action. Following the minutes, however, prices eased somewhat and we've now got a 50-50 chance of the Fed taking its benchmark rate up by 1.75 percentage points over the course of this year.
0: But then after recent jitters, it seems the bond markets did take this very much in their stride.
1: They did. The market somewhat correctly predicted that minutes, despite the tightening, would be more dovish than expectations. Given all the hype, participants seemed braced for a very hawkish tone. Something of a successful approach, then, you would say, with the Fed in spite of all the failings up until now. Overall, yields rose slightly, but were measured. In some ways, there can be a view that there's one eye on the situation in Ukraine, with bond markets being obviously used as that typical safe haven asset.
0: Yes, indeed. And the geopolitical scene has certainly been stealing the limelight from inflation these past few weeks. But having said that, we had confirmation of the divergent direction of inflation in China.
1: Indeed, China's factory gate inflation, which looks at input costs into manufacturing production, eased to the slowest pace in six months, from 103 to 9.1% year on year. As well, consumer price growth softened January from 1.5% to 0.9% year on year amid weakening property sector demand, new coronavirus curbs and government efforts to rein in surging material costs. Core consumer inflation remained the same, however, excluding fuel and energy and food costs, showing the broadening of the piece which we discussed. Importantly, this gives the central bank some room to ease and maintain that supportive stance.
0: It's divergent indeed, because elsewhere, the UK, for example, we had stronger than expected CPI data for January, 5.5%.
1: Yes, that's right. Described as the deepest squeeze on living standards for six decades and rising at this quickest rate in 30 years. So prices surged 5.5% year on year, up slightly from December, more than double the BOE's target. Core inflation, again excluding energy and food, remained elevated also at 4.4%, up from 42 in December.
0: And what should we be looking for in the week to come?
1: Again, a number of inflation pieces will be released, but key for the market will be the US PCE inflation. That's the Fed's preferred measure with the average target of 2%. It's expected to be steady around the previous month, but still obviously that elevated level of around 5.8%.
0: And then we get the flash PMI data for February. That did start to come in.
1: We do. Fairly mixed expectations on PMIs overall. Recovery obviously still being maintained at those high levels, but the squeeze on consumers from extended inflation is causing concern in both sales as people tighten their belts, and also companies are forced to hike prices with increased input costs themselves. Last week, a number of companies, including ones like Record Benckiser, alerted to exactly this during their earnings calls. Also, we have a US GDP, which should stay around the 7% level, which it posted last time out. And we also have German and French GDP, the former expecting to remain slightly negative after preliminary data in January, remembering that during the time we had COVID restrictions that would have stifled the recovery into that festive period.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Laura.